Welcome to the Hole in the Wall Business Podcast with Bill and James. I'm James Groves, and along with my business partner, Bill DeMent, we want to share our journey as small business owners with you. As owners of Hole in the Wall Drywall Repair, we will attempt to peel back the curtain of owning a small business in the trade service industry and talk about the many adventures of owning a small business. All right. Hello, Bill. Morning, James. There are a few adventures in owning a small business, aren't there? There's many adventures. Many adventures, and I th- don't know that we've had them all, but we've had our share. Yeah, more more, more than our share. <laughs> That's why we do this podcast, so we can share with all of our friends, and so they can maybe learn from all And they haven't the all things. been negative. No, they've been great. Been really good. We've Actually, had- one of our adventures um, has to do with our, our marketing journey over the years, and so you've got a, a reoccurring... A friend of the of the podcast, um, our our lovely uh, Trish Murphy is here today. Trish, welcome! Yay! How are you guys? Oh, that's wrong. Oh, oh, I need on. the applause. Hold on. Let's try that again. Trish Murphy, welcome! Yay! Yeah, from, from Smarty Pants Marketing, right? Yeah, I brought um, the fan club. You know, they're yeah. applauding. They go time. with you everywhere. Yeah. I know Every, you have an entourage. Uh-huh. Anytime I'm introduced, that happens. Wow! Yeah. See? Everywhere I but go. But that's a little hard to get used to. No, it's not. <laughs> I could probably get used to that. We should probably have a uh, like a like a an applause button in our pocket. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so whenever we introduce ourselves. Well, Trish, thanks for coming today. Um, uh, it, it it actually you were just on a few weeks ago with with Tyler to talk about kind of the synergies we have between um, all of our companies now and our new our new element. But you haven't been on to talk about your specific business since like episode five. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Yeah, so that's like we're on episode forty-six today. So it's been has it been that long already? Yeah, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah we celebrate our one-year anniversary, July nineteenth. Our first podcast dropped. Is that July right? Nineteenth. Yeah, yeah. So well, hopefully a few couple couple nice things going on by then. Yeah. We're overdue for off the wall too, so we'll have to get that on the books. Yes, yes. You that's always okay. a good time. Yeah, that, that was a, it. Was last time last last, last so podcast of the year last year, and it was a. <laughs> I have a lot of people that say that's probably one of their favorite podcasts. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Now, I didn't get to tell you, but I had a review on a podcast. Uh, a friend of mine listens to them, mm-hmm. and he said, I listened to one recently. He said it, it just it just wasn't, didn't have the same pizzazz. I go, well, which one was that? And he says it was the one without you. Yeah, see? So I just thought I wanted to share that. So there you go. the pizzazz is back. Yeah. Oh, right. The pizzazz is back. <laughs> The well, sass, we know who the pizzazz. <laughs> You're welcome. But so much has, has, I don't want to say changed, has evolved basically since last time you were on in your business and in, in our business. And I thought it was a great idea um, when we were kind of chatting about some some podcast discussions to kind of bring you back on to kind of go through some of the challenges that we're all facing, that you're facing dealing with people. And, and marketing is such a... It's such a, a buzzword, but it means so many things. It's not right. just, you know, hey, we're marketing. Well, what does that mean? Does it mean I've hired a business development person mm-hmm. to go out to all the Chamber of Commerce events and B&I events? Or I've got someone holding a sign out on the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, flipping flipping signs, you know, trying to get people to buy houses and stuff. Is it is it social media, obviously? Is it Google? Is it, I mean, there's so much involved in marketing. Right. Uh, is it the advertising of your clothes? You know, do you have branded materials? And uh, I think it's important that we help a small business owner kind of navigate, you know, 
don't be so upset about or so worried about it. I know when we hired you, I had I counted one day, it was 14 different marketing touch points that I was trying to deal with myself as a co-owner, not even the Yeah, you were really prior. frustrated. I remember that. From multiple SEOs to, to multiple Facebook campaigns to someone designing our, our promotional items like pens and, and things to our shirts and trying to navigate, you know, should we buy hats and jackets? Oh, we've got an office out of state, so we need yeah. to have cold weather gear. Yeah, a little different branding. It's like, holy moly, it was just too much to deal with. Um, but if you are a small business owner, you know, it, you need somebody in your corner. Yeah. Right. And so. it's far too important to neglect. You, yeah. you have to pay attention to it. There, mm-hmm. What is the old saying? The, uh, the business that doesn't uh, advertise and market has a fool for an owner. Oh, it's true. So marketing is, you know, I tell everybody, uh, you know, marketing is in existence for the life of your entire business. So mm-hmm. if your business is the doors are open and it's functioning, some form of marketing needs to be happening. Otherwise you're dying. Mm-hmm. Right. So what that is, is, you know, could be anything. It, and it all depends on, you know, a myriad of things. Um, who you are, who your market is, that stuff. So I was taking a note because you mentioned, you know, people like what is marketing, Mm -hmm. right? And it's all these different, you know, you ask what it is, is it this, is it that? The answer is all of it. So let me break down marketing. So marketing is the market, more market than ing, right? You take the word market, Mm -hmm. market in the word market in marketing. It's not you know, when you hear buzzwords of market, when you're watching, the, you know, listening to the news, that market's different. They're talking about the stock market. That's not what we mean. When we say market and marketing, we're simply talking about people. Hmm. It's just people, right? Get And an, an easy way to explain it to people that they understand, there's lots and lots and lots of different definitions for marketing, and they're all correct, um, but one that helped that people understand the best is the right message in front of the right person at the right time. Right. right? So, um, so that's a simple one to, um, understand. I have other ones that I really like, but for the sake of this conversation, we'll use this one. But, but that's a bit of voodoo, right? Figuring out what is the right message and how to get it in front of who is the right person. Right. Right. That's, that's sounds like snake oil from this side. It, it, yeah, and I understand why why business owners struggle with this, and I really understand why small businesses struggle with this. I'm very empathetic to it. Yeah. But if you had to boil it all down, I think the mindset that is beneficial for a small business owner to have is the it's marketing is about the market, and the market is about the people that you want to do business with. Mm-hmm. So that's an excellent. Always go back to that mindset because it will be helpful. You'll make good decisions that way. Um, your messaging will be better that way, um, or at least always getting better when you think of it that way. So, when content is being created, you're trying to think about the end. You you know what they're going to want to see, right? Try to hook that person, the individual that you're trying to to market to. Right. It's about them, and that's mm-hmm. the hardest part about writing the best content or developing the best content that really connects is because you have to write from their perspective. Um, So it's all about experiencing their, you know, their problem, their perspective, their concerns, and developing contents from all the content from all of those different perspectives that that 
that your market is going to And, and there's no magic bullet. So there's no one way to do it. There's no, each, each business has to tweak their their messaging for their their audience, right? Yeah, absolutely. And here's the tough part is your market will change, mm. right? That is a guarantee. It's like death and taxes, right? Benjamin, we didn't have marketing when Benjamin Franklin said that. But had we, I think he would have said death, taxes, and marketing. There's no guarantee to change. <laughs> you know, like those, it, it's always going to evolve and change. Your market today is not the same as it was 10 years ago when you started. Yeah. There's some similarities, but it is very different, mm-hmm. right? Um you know, our friend uh, David Edmondson, a colonial florist, his market has changed over the years with right. the need and want, right? He, he evolved from being, um, he was a florist, so is a florist. So they evolved from being a storefront only to they're essentially an online business, even though they have a walk-in store. Mm-hmm. You know, vast majority of the orders are come through, come through online. It can be really mind-boggling as a small business entrepreneur on how to even navigate this road, right? And in trying to figure out what that secret sauce is going to be for you does take time. And obviously, we would recommend eventually not doing it by yourself. We're a big proponent of outsourcing here. But even in the early stages of Hole in the Wall, we were doing a lot of it ourselves. Mm-hmm. The Facebook page we currently have was started by an owner in the company. Yeah. And, and we mucked it up for a long time, you know, just full of just things we thought were kind of fun. And then we found what worked for us, right? We found the, that the homeowners are going to our Facebook page to find out more about who we are because mm-hmm. the websites are usually very, very generic and they can be kind of stale and they don't get updated very often. Right. But social media is where people can go and kind of see active jobs, maybe learn about who they're hiring better. Um, for us, it was before and after pictures for drywall repair. Right. So that was a big deal, um, making sure they could see that here's the quality of our work. Mm-hmm. But for each entrepreneur, it's different. And so at what point do you recommend, uh, you know, they launch some sort of campaign? It's all Even if they don't need business, they should always have their brand out there in the, in the universe just kind of making people aware of who they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because worst case scenario – um, you get more business than you can handle. Mm-hmm. Well, we have this cool thing called supply and demand. So if you increase your prices, <laughs> mm-hmm. it will lower demand. That's one thing I hear, I've heard before from from business owners, and they're like, "Oh, I, I don't know how much marketing I want to do. I don't want, you know, I don't want too much business." And I was like, "Um, I understand what you're saying, but." how big of a problem would it really be if you mm-hmm. had too much business? Because there is a way to s- turn, you know, s- turn the spigot off a little bit mm-hmm. and it's adjusting your price till people, more people start saying no than say yes to your services. Right. My brother is an excellent um, example of that. And he would be a great, a very good candidate to have on your podcast. He has a mm-hmm. really cool story of how he's, he's done that through, through the years. And now he's the single most expensive um, home security, uh, home automation company in the state of Florida. Mm. Wow. Um, and he has just rated to meet the demand based on the quality of their services and equipment. That's right. That's what he's done. So, but in educating yourself to, to mm-hmm. learn the different avenues that we call them levers to pull, switches to turn, knobs mm-hmm. to, you know, to like, if we need more work here at Hole in the Wall, like, like, it's, a, it's the summer starting to come. Kids are out of school. People aren't doing a lot of drywall right the second. So we took a small little dip. And all we did was basically, hey, Trish, it's time to turn on 
these elements. You know, mm-hmm. we were we turning on some some Angie leads, we're turning on some pay per click leads, we're turning on some Facebook ads, just to do our due diligence to make sure that we're just doing our best to bring money in the door. Um, so, but if you are just starting out, you don't even know what levers to pull. Right. And so we need we need someone that can either help you do that, or you better do a lot of research in your downtime to figure out what that those tricks are for your business. Yeah, and so, you know, at the same time, yeah, you you want you want those you want the leads coming in, but you also have to understand, you know, do I have the basics in place? Mm. If the basics aren't in place, mm, what good does does some of this other stuff do, mm. right? So and, drill drill down on that just a bit. What would you consider the basics? Do you have a brand? Do you have a website? Right. That's a, that. The, a website is you know your your real estate on the internet. So as long you own that, as long as you keep paying. Yeah, and I've, hosting, I've heard it said if you don't have a website, you don't exist. It's true, and I you know I've heard different philosophies from other people, and I can you know I understand it, but the psychology behind. Um, a consumer or a client's perspective, if you don't have a website, they may or may not tell you this to your face, but they don't trust you as much. Are you real? Yeah. Right. Are they don't know. Real? Right. And so this really, this again, this all goes back to the market part of marketing, right? Mm. The psychology behind the people that you're trying to do business with. And if you don't have a website, there's a little question in the back of their mind are you legitimate? Are you really in business? How serious are you? Can mm-hmm. I trust you? Are you going to be here in six months? Right? So all of those questions come in, in their mind and they're most likely not even going to call and ask you any of those questions. Sure. Like, what are they going to say? They're going to call you up. Hold, uh, so you don't have a website, but are you going to be in business <laughs> in a year? Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell them no? <laughs> right, right. So, but, but it's all that lack of confidence in, you know, in your business. So. so you would hope that a client coming in, at least, like you said, has those basics in place. So then what's sort of the next step that you would recommend for a business? You know, make sure you have some social media platforms, those things to help you just having the platform, um, having the profiles, regardless of whether, you know, you're knocking out of the park with content. Um, you know, it's SEO value is there. If you're brick and mortar um, or you can have, a, or if you're comfortable with, the universe knowing the address of your business. Mm-hmm. Google profile is fantastic. Um, they really Im- improved that, but you know, that that's kind of a must have as well. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're, if you're comfortable with that, some people work from their home, so they, they don't like having their address, right. you know, out there for everybody to see. Um, and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but those, the social profiles help as well. Yeah. So I, I one of the things that I, I really would recommend is getting a, a social media presence early. Yeah. You know, even if you don't have a website, at least have a Facebook page or something. Yeah. Right. And to me, it's when I go to when I find a company or a, a restaurant or a, a place I'm gonna I want to I want to frequent, I go to their social media and I don't look at their frequent posts. I go back and see what their content is behind us. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like right. how long have they been in business? What are they? You know, what's you know? Yeah. What's their their history? And if you don't post at all. Right. You know, I know multiple companies that have a, a social media that they've got a post in 2018, one in 19. They took 2020 off because of COVID, and then they're just yeah. now trying. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're paying someone, and they're like five posts a day. Yeah. So, well, now you're flooding the market. You're not getting your message out. You're just putting garbage out there into the world. Right, right. Um, so start early and start frequent to have at least some sort of consistent posting in there. Because yeah. 
people get to know who you are. And don't put I, I, my opinion is that you need to have some of the generic things. You need to have the Happy Veterans Day or, or how you say Happy Veterans Day, but you know, <laughs> um, yes, you need to say have Happy those, Veterans Day. Yeah, Happy Veterans Day. You, <laughs> the Fourth of July and Christmas, and those are some generic posts. So you should have. That's just kind of keep that that plate spinning, but also have some real content. Some some whether it's a, a live from a job site, whether it's a review from a customer, whether it's just a picture of a happy, you know, a happy family that's in your yeah, residence. Yeah, or even maybe current events in your business. Mm-hmm. Here's a new tool. Here's a new thing we're doing. Yeah. Right. So as a consumer looking at other people's content, it helps me gauge on who they are as a business and helps right. me decide whether I want to invest my money in who they are. Yeah, because, I mean, I've been on, I mean, I was hitting on Tyler, you know, mm-hmm. making beating him up over this. He yeah. hadn't had a post in since 2019. I'm like, boy. <laughs> so he's like, I know. I'm like, all right. I'm like, hey, I know somebody that can help you out with that. Um, <laughs> let me know and I'll give you their name. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, that's funny because we, we, we he came in the shop the other day and he was recording something on the, uh, on the, on the staircase. He's in there doing some shots. Poor Tyler. We're talking about you behind your back, Tyler. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, he's not here. So. I know. He's not here today. Um, so, if I'm starting out, I'm a small business. I always try to, to, to cage my questions. Like if I'm just kind of new in this business and, and, and starting a business of some flavor, and I, I don't think I can afford it. I don't know what to do. Where, at what point do I? Or even who to trust. Who do I trust? Mm-hmm. I mean, where do I navigate? How do I find someone like you? How do I know when it's time to engage a marketing professional to help with even the smallest bit of marketing help? Right. So, um, you know, first for the ultra small, the, what you like to refer to as the tiny company, right? Mm-hmm. Which I, I love that. Um, you know, don't feel bad for doing it yourself. That's totally okay, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's that saying? It's, you know, it's okay to be bad at something, right? So it's fine. Just get those things percolating, right? Um, if you're first starting out, you probably don't need to drop thousands of dollars on a website. There's plenty of very inexpensive solutions for that. Sure. You know, Wix, grab a template, just throw some stuff up, maybe just a simple one pager. Um, just get that going, right? If you get super, super, you know, stuck, you know, find a professional that, um, but be clear with them that you're super tiny, your budget's small, you just need a landing page, mm-hmm. you know, that type of stuff. Shoot, you can even do a landing page in MailChimp now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, that can be the extent of your website. So it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be really complicated to, to get it, just have those basic pieces yeah. in place so that when your market comes looking or um, if someone that you meet or a business card you pass out and someone goes to your website, it's actually, you actually have one, it's there, um, that type of stuff. So once you have all the basics done, right. And as you're growing, um, you know, I'm a big fan of, um, you know, small businesses exploring and having conversations with marketing strategists, Mm. um, because often they don't, know they don't know a lot about marketing right so they're prob- they're just doing stuff to do stuff they're doing these activities and there's no real strategy behind it right yeah so it's not a bad um you know idea to explore to mm-hmm. explore that right there's a lot of content out there too i mean youtube can do some basic education at least until you have the the, the capital to maybe invest in a bigger firm you know, and, and you go back to the websites for a second. I remember I had a hobby business that I ran for several years just for fun. Mm-hmm. And um, I built a Weebly website.com. Yeah. It was a free site. I, right. literally, I built it for free. 
I think I went to GoDaddy and I bought my domain name for $10 mm-hmm. for the year. And I just forwarded, if you went to the, 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 the dot .com, it just forwarded to my Weebly site. Right. And so it was free, but I had something up there. So when I printed my business cards, I could have the ad, the email or the, uh, the address. And if I wanted yep. an email based on it, I actually now had an email address right. with the website, you know, domain mm-hmm. name on it. Um, so those are easy to do. And if you were to talk to the Brian Awesomes and the John Kennedys of the world, it's also really easy to make sure you don't use a Gmail account. Make sure you have an actual real website domain email account. Um, So those are like really low-hanging fruit type things. You remember the first website that uh, we had for Hole in the Wall was developed by a college student. College student. Mm -hmm. You have lucked out so well with college students. We're not even going to go there. We'll talk about that. We call it clean living. We'll talk about that. Clean living paying off. We'll talk about that later. We're just going to talk about that later. (laughs) It's on my list of things to talk about. so, but you know, but as you grow, right, and and so I don't necessarily want to only talk about the the tiny company because mm-hmm. there's a lot of folks beyond that, sure. right? Yeah, with and, any luck, any tiny company isn't going to stay there for long. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and they tend to be pretty good about. Um, well, we weren't tiny when we hired you. I mean, it, it took us a minute, but yeah. So we needed, and luckily, I, I was was blessed to find you at our BNI meeting. Um, but we even engaged you when we were already making. Pretty good money. Had a really good yeah. We already grown to substantial size, right. it, but it was killing me yeah. to try to organize all this marketing stuff. Yeah. So let's let's take your situation as an example, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I talk to your demographic fairly often. Um, you had a couple of problems. One, the ce the COO found himself being the marketing manager because mm-hmm. there were that many spinning plates that then James become the marketing manager and don't want that long term, right? So if your business is in a situation where your COO is like, bro, I don't want to be a marketing manager anymore because it's okay to spin those plates, but at some time you, at one point, some point you realize, hmm, yeah, I can spin the plates, but can I by myself or with just me and one other person develop a robust strategy mm-hmm. to encompass all of this stuff. And then another thing you were struggling with was like, where's the next smart marketing channel for me to invest my money and energy sure. should we yeah. be investing, yep. right? And so it's not comfortable to make those decisions in a vacuum, right? Mm-hmm. It is very challenging. So that that was another thing. But at the same time, you guys were, as visionaries that you are, you're looking at what's the next plateau that we right. want to get our business to. And you realized, you knew what we have now is not... I mean, it was sustainable, but it was not going to get you to the next plateau, and you knew that. So you, yeah, yeah, you true. were growth-minded, Yeah, what, right? what got us here won't get us where we well, want to go. Correct, right. exactly. Right. So you understood those couple of things. So, mm-hmm. you know, if there's a business owner out there right there where the COO is like, I'm spending more time playing marketing manager than I am actually being COO, um, and this is not going to get us to the next level. So you're growth-minded, you're looking for that stuff. Maybe you don't really want to hire an expert. Um, you know, you're going to get them for eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year, and you better have a robust marketing budget for them to mm-hmm. execute on. Right? right, that's not you. So you're you're talking one hundred fifty thousand dollars at least investment each year, yeah. and then you know the 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 risk of having an employee um, that can be that can be challenging. It's mm-hmm. kind of scary for like a first a first time commitment, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. an agency can can help, or even a couple of agencies can help. Yeah. Um, and so being, like being like, like we had all these different logins, so we were able to wrangle them. So you, you can control a lot of our elements of our marketing, but we still have control of it ourselves. Right. Right. So yeah. we own it, but you 
contribute to it. Right. So that, that's a safety net, right? As an employee, I worked for a company once, and we actually had a full-time IT person, which means every password in the company went through one person. Right. Which was great until he got upset. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a problem. There's right? a funny there's a funny saying like in Big Corp, like never make the IT guy mad. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never. That sounds yeah. like good wisdom. <laughs> yeah. So and, and you really said something that echoed in, in my in my soul. Cause it we cannot do business in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Like even if I'm a solo entrepreneur or I'm a, a partnership or I've got one or two employees. You still need to have somebody you can talk to, some friends, some buddies, some, some networking people. I mean, I met today. I had three of us that were sitting around, and we were finishing our coffee, and we talked so much. We talked for almost an hour hmm. after our meeting today, wow. just talking with um, uh, uh, Michael Patali from Wow One Day Paint, talking with Marcos from The Glass Gurus, and we were able to really talk about a ton of stuff just as business guys together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I may not know all the answers, but we were able to really kind of bounce some ideas off of each other. That's why it's important to have different groups that you can go to, whether it's friends that you can go and have a cigar and, and just talk to, you know, at, at a barbecue or a family member, per, perhaps. Yeah. Um, um, or you hire a professional or you go just go get a consultant. Someone can come to yeah. you and you, right. would, you would sit with them for low cost or free for the first meeting just to kind of talk through where they are mm-hmm. in their business. But you can't do it sitting still. You have to start that process. Yeah, you have to bit. engage it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's it's interesting what you that example you gave. Like, here's another thing, a tip I can throw out there. So that conversation that you found very useful. Mm-hmm. My marketing brain, the way I see that conversation is, the three of you have the same market. Mm-hmm. You just serve them differently, mm-hmm. and there's so much value in having relationships and conversations, and um, and we pass a ton of business back and forth. Yeah. 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 And, and having that help and, and um, because you can educate each other on your experiences with that market. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, the market's always changing. So the more folks you can be having a conversation with that also have a touch point that also have an experience with that market, the more educated you're going to be on who they are, what they want, how they're thinking. Cause mm. you know, your, your market, your, what we were working on, um, your demographic briefly mm-hmm. the other day you yeah. know, developing personas and you know this has just gone way 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 beyond demographics right simple dem- it's psychographic which could get super deep right yeah. um on you could just deep dive on that you know for an entire day um and then feel like you have it done and then revisit in six months and and update it yeah. right so it's it's this revolving revolving thing with getting to know your market mm-hmm. yeah it's funny because we, we pass business between ourselves, um, but the first question that Michael Vitale asked me is, hey, are you having a slow summer? Oh, see? So it was it was literally oh, like, that and, is and, interesting. Mar- and, and, and then Marcos was like going, yeah, it's kind of weird. Is, are you guys having any issues right now? And so I was able to explain what, what we're doing, my theory on why mm-hmm. this time of year may be a little dip. The kids are just got out of school and, you know, family vacations are happening. Um, and so just as just the three business owners kind of chatting, it allowed us to kind of validate each other a little bit on where, where, where yeah. we're sitting. It helps so. you understand, is it the in, is it a dip in the industry, mm-hmm. right, or is it my business? Because if you think it's your business and you do all this stuff to change your marketing, mm. if it's the industry, there's not a lot you can do. But it is an important 
piece, right? Because if you know it's the industry, then you can p- compare what is your drop compared to somebody else. So if your drop is not as much as somebody else's drop, you mm-hmm. know your marketing is working, right? right? So right. Um, in a market dip, it's going to mm-hmm. drop. You can't, you know, it's very difficult to, mm-hmm. to, to change that. Very few companies don't yeah. drop when an industry has a dip. Want to become a business owner but not sure where to start? A hole-in-the-wall drywall repair franchise could be the opportunity you've been waiting for. As a franchisee, you'll have access to our comprehensive training program, ongoing support, and a proven business model developed to help entrepreneurs like yourself succeed. With our low overhead costs and high demand for services, you'll be able to hit the ground running and start generating income quickly. Achieve financial success while providing a valuable service to your community. Go to holeinthewallfranchising.com and take the first steps towards achieving your entrepreneurial dreams. So when I finally decide to engage, mm-hmm. and this is one thing, I mean, I, I sit near you often, and so, <laughs> I, so, so there, 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 there can be a pain point um, in this. Uh, how do I communicate the best way with my marketing professionals? Case in point, we were working with Ken Kimball from Lynx Web Design on our website. And he said it was going to take X number of weeks. And when we got past that that X number of week time frame that he said it was going to be, I was wondering, where's our website? And I realized, oh, I didn't get him all the content right. he was looking for. Right. 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 So right. I couldn't blame him. It was all my fault. Right. And then when I, once I got him the stuff, he was up and running in no time and yeah. we're swimming. So how can I communicate with, how can a small business person communicate with a marketing professional like you? Right. So one thing you are going to understand. So small businesses, you know, they, they hire marketing for a couple of reasons. One is generally a pain point. They don't have time to do it. Right. Um, I've, I've, some of them think, oh, I'm just going to hire someone to do this and I just hand it off and it's done. Right. I'm just, I'm just done. Right. Well, they miss, they don't understand that it's going to get a marketing company up to speed mm-hmm. on who you are so that they can do Get us a so- level of engagement yeah. with that yeah. company exactly. to get it going. Be aware that you are going to have homework you need to do and it's mm. may not be easy. Right. You may have to really stop and think through some stuff, especially if you've not go- gone back and done a lot of the brand development. And I don't mm-hmm. mean just your logo, but really mm-hmm. the brand development, because they're going to want to know who you are, who your demographic is, what's your services, what makes you different. Mm-hmm. You know, all the, they're going to want to know all of that stuff. And if it's ambiguous, then, you know, it, it, it isn't setting them up for, for success. If you don't know what you need or what you want, um, and you can't clearly communicate that, then you're probably going to be set up for disappointment, right? There's a lot with that comes a significant amount of unspoken expectations, right? So be, you know, try and think through, well, what are my expectations? And maybe, you know, communicate what that is. You know, with that in mind, what are a couple of good questions that somebody should be asking a marketing professional on the front end. So it depends on the service that you're seeking. Okay. Right. So um let me let me back up on hey, you really need to know who you are and what you want, right? When you're engaging with somebody. And so there's two major categories. Um you don't necessarily have to wait till you know who you are and what you want in order to engage someone. And so if that's you, 
Um, it's okay to hire someone to help you understand who you are and what you want and what you need. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. So I would put that on, on the consulting side of the ledger. Right. And, and there's tons and tons of value in that, but yeah, understand that you're going to be doing it with them because they're going to mm-hmm. be extracting lots of things out of your brain. They're going to be forcing you to make some decisions. Um, I, I always tell people great marketing is the byproduct of a thinking process. Mm. You're going to do, it's the hardest mentally challenging part of your business. In my opinion, right? Finances are fairly easy. That's logic. It's math. You know, taxes are fairly simple in that regards. You hire a tax tax professional. The laws are there. You can just go read them. They're pretty black and white. Mm. Um, But this is, this is pretty challenging. And, um, or if you already know that stuff, you know who you are, you know what you want. And, um, pretty close to, you know, what you need. And it's the execution. You're hiring someone to execute, right? Understand they're, they're going to expect, um, a brand guide. They're going to want maybe even a brand book, right? If you don't know what mm-hmm. a brand book is, you should probably call me. You <laughs> do need one. Um, and it talks about, they want to know who your pers- you know, your customer persona is, mm-hmm. who are you doing business with? So the more that that's fleshed out and developed, the better results you're going to get. So let's remove some guesswork. But what a great exercise. Your, just like yeah. if you don't know, now you do. It's a tremendously right? even if you never hired yeah. a marketing person to yeah. put a Facebook ad on, on online, right. you now know right. way more who you are. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Exactly. And so Do you are, have that for Smarty Pants? Do you guys actually have something like that for someone coming in? For my business or yeah. for other businesses? No, so, for yours, because you're vetting you know, where is this person when they approach me? Here's a series of questions or here's a something so I can gauge where oh, you yeah, are. Oh, yeah, we have a whole we, intake. Yeah, I yeah. And, and I, for my internal team, we create not a robust brand book for a client. Um, we create a brand book. I don't tend to give it to them unless they want to write me a check. But, um, <laughs> you know, I did the work. So if they want that, okay, we'll clean it up. We'll make it look really pretty sure. with really, really cool graphic. And, and then they get to have it. But in our intake, we're asking all of those questions. I'm not saying who's your brand persona. I'm mm-hmm. asking you who's your, you know, who do you do business with? And and what are some of the frequently asked questions and what are their pain points and what solutions and, you know, what are the objectives you tend to hear? All of that's part of the I think, brand I think as a small business coming in, that's those are the kind of questions and kind of things I'd be looking for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think so. Yeah. To, to find the right person you're dealing, are you dealing with the right person? Well, that, that's my next yeah. question. How, how would you spot a, a, a bad marketing person. There are so what, what would you many be looking people for? who are marketing or social media people. Oh. Or it's, yeah, it's and you don't know who going coming in. You don't know who's for real and who isn't. Yeah. You get cold calls every day from uh, just random people. Every day, emails, texts, yeah. even. So cold call generally not the best way to mm-hmm. you know. It's not yeah. the best, right? I know Ken does a lot of outreach, but he does it really savvy, right? He's pretty cool about. You know, if he gets like um, a local newsletter or whatever in the mail and, uh, you know, you've got all these local businesses advertising, he's so cool about it. He'll open up, he'll, and he searches through every one and he looks, do they have a website? If they don't, if it's broken, he calls them like, Hey, and he tells them I'm Ken so-and-so and I live here and I just saw you in this thing. And I just wanted to let you know, I see you don't have a website. If that's something you'd like to talk about, let's have a conversation. So it's not necessarily super cold. There's a relationship already there because mm-hmm. they're in the local area. They're targeting him as a client, right? Mm-hmm. Very good excuse yep. to respond to an but, ad. But Ken is such an easy sell. Oh, he's, uh, he's, yeah. yeah, no, he's got yeah. a soft touch. He, yeah. He's just so good. 
and his quality is so good. His prices are are, are crazy. Right. And he's, he's such an easy sell yeah. for sure. Yeah, so, yeah. So when we're talking, what are some things that as a business owner I should be bringing to the table? Like, so say I know who my, my persona is. I know who my customer is. I've kind of worked through that process. We can get the ball rolling a little bit. Um, but I'm busy. And I'm not sure, but, you know, and then I'm going to get all these emails. i got my accountant emailing me on tax stuff. I've got my marketing person emailing me on this. How do I make sure I give them the value that they need, the content they need um, to do the work uh, and make sure that I'm, I'm answering their questions? Yeah, in light of them not maybe not providing the information you need. Well, they can guess, but without without some sort of guidance, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to make sure that I I know now, I know how to keep our plate spinning, and I know that I have my technicians in the field. They're sending me videos and pictures, and I can just get that right to you. Right. And I know that your your uh, your team is here in office with us, and so if they see something, they can grab a picture, and they can do a relatable post. But if I don't have that luxury as a small business person, I need to feed my marketing person something to work with. What's the best way to communicate that to you? So first ask them, like, what do you need from me, and what's your timeline, right? So – the toughest part is generally that first couple of months, two, three months. Um, it's going to require the most engagement and, and time. It takes a few months to get things, sure, you know, yeah. spinning and up and running. And there's always an onboarding process. It looks a little bit different depending on the services and who you're working with. Um, but if they're not asking you a bunch of questions about who you are and they're like, oh, yeah, we just get you all these leads and it'll be fine. Just, you know, give me your login. You're like, mm. Mm-hmm. So if it feels transactional, mm probably not mm-hmm. going to yeah, result in what you think. And if they're they're telling you, oh, in six months, you're going to have more business than you can handle. Uh, when has that ever really happened mm-hmm. without a significant change in the market, right? Mm-hmm. So for example, in tw- March of March 1st of 2020, you know, gloves and masks were not super high demand. End of March 2022 or 2020, very very big, right? So mm-hmm. if you were a manufacturer of mask or, yep. or hand, you know, that was, that was a very different, um, different scenario there, yeah. right? So, always, always changing for sure. Yeah. So for you guys, if there's a big, uh, snow, uh, not a, a snowstorm, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Um, Hurricane. Thunderstorm, yeah. thunderstorm yeah. right? So, you know, the chances that there's going to be water damage, it's oh, yeah. coming, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just the nature of the beast. Somebody's <laughs> roof is going to leak. So if I'm curious, if, if you have a customer who's not really a client that's not really forthcoming with the information you need from them to be able to help them. How do you move forward? So the challenge that the, that the agency absorbs is being, that's like we put on a project manager hat, right? So we communicate to them. I need this by this deadline. If I don't get it, then I can't get you the deliverable. I'm still going to bill you. You Mm -hmm. still owe me the money because you're on my books. Mm -hmm. When you say, I want your services and you sign that contract, that's you saying, I agree to do business with you. Right. I'm going, you know, you're going to do what you say you're going to do and I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. So I'm, it's still going to cost you money. And it is not, it's not wise to be upset that you're still going to have to pay a check because, you know, maybe the marketing is not done, but it's because you didn't. Yeah, get them mm-hmm. the stuff. So you just expect that that's going to cost you more. It's does does that happen in your industry a lot? Most certainly, yes, absolutely. Does it really? Yeah, absolutely. So, so without naming names, just spill a little bit of tea on just like what are some of the pain points that you have had dealing with customers that 
we could learn from. Okay, so here's a good one. It doesn't have to do with 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 paying your bills. Um, this goes back to like know what you want and what you need. So, for mm -hmm. example, we do a lot of design. We do a lot of branding and design and graphic design and things like that. Make sure you know and you're very very clear on the project requirements, right? What elements have to be represented or content has to be on that. I've had clients come to me in really very large design pro, uh, projects, I'm talking thousands of dollars, mm -hmm. and we get to a reveal, right? We've, we've, had, we've done the, the design brief, right? So we, on in onboarding, we create, we conduct a design brief. So what elements does this design have to have? Is there any text that it must be included, mm -hmm. right? And we get that. Um, and because of this situation, we are now going to require any design jobs, any big ones, that they're going to have to sign the design brief, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I agree that these are the things I told you that need to be in it. And I agree that this is complete, meaning mm -hmm. anything that needs to be added on after this is going to be an additional fee for revision. So right. we had a client who forgot to include a really major requirement. Uh-oh. And so you went through the process of, de of designing it yeah. without the requirement. Right, right, wow. right, right. Wow. And because the, 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 re the requirement changed the design and balance so significantly, it was mm. almost like a complete redesign. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would add that it's important to not ignore the emails and the deadlines. I think that if you want yeah. something done and the request is, the requirement is you need to have X number of items to me by this date. Right. I can't expect you to pull a rabbit out of the hat right. without having those things that are required for Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. You know, so to be a good client, you're meeting the deadlines, you're giving the deliverables in the format that they're asking for. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times have I asked for a logo? I'm like, it needs to be a PNG or whatever, and I'll get an HTML, and I'm like, that is not going to work. Right. Mm -hmm. I apologize. I asked for this format. Um, but then there's an educational process. Some people don't even know what an SVG file is or right. a PNG. They're like, I don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, you know, I get it. But um, to be a good client, and if you're not going to be a good client, and that's okay too, meaning you need someone to nag you and be a babysitter, expect to pay the babysitter fee. Mm -hmm. If you're getting a great deal on some marketing services, it's in your best interest and theirs to be a good client, right? Mm -hmm. And it's okay to need to be a high maintenance client, just understand you're going to pay the price, right? right. Because sure. you're asking them to, on the project management side, they're, you're, they're tracking, right? They're so I've I know what that all looks like on the back end, right? Ta you know, tracking all these tasks and deadlines. We don't mind doing it if we're getting the check. Mm -hmm. I'll babysit you all day long yeah, for the that's right part price. Of the job, no, isn't prob it? no problem. No mm problem. -hmm. Yeah, at I'm all, seeing that. Right? That's really yeah. just part of the work. Yeah, and we're fine with it, right? Yeah. So, but the compensation needs to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, just enlighten those listening. Just recap some of the things that you do on a basic level and then go up to advanced level. Just some of, some of your marketing smarty pants offerings, you can come in as little and do the basics of what? Right, so social media, anywhere from like just getting the content out there for you, right? Um, 
when I say just content, none of it's cookie cutter, right? It's all, it's all customized. We have mm. a strategy behind it. So even if you're at the basic bare bottoms, you know, level and you're just getting content, there is a strategy that comes with it, right? We're taking a look at that. There's some reasonings behind it. So it's not just like, oh, let me just go copy paste some stuff. We don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, all the way up to like full service social media management. So if you need us to make sure that we're tracking and monitoring, well, I call it social listening, right? We're mm -hmm. messages and likes and comments and all that happy jazz. Um, um, you know, any, you know, the gambit on that with social media, we do websites that so we do, um, we do the soup in-house, we do super simple, basic Wix website. So you're mm -hmm. the, the tiny, we do them for the tiny website when they're ready, right. the tiny company, right? If you're ready for your first well-designed website, that's not embarrassing anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Then, then, you know, we'll do that for you. Um, and I'll diagnose that if I feel like they're ready or need something more than that Wix website, then we're going to give call, Ken a call, right? Yeah. And I can either do the handoff or I can help that client through the process and help them work better with their web developer, right? And, yeah. and the design process. And then lots of brand development. So it's logo, um, the personas, right? Mm -hmm. Messaging, um, core messaging. Um, that's a whole deep dive kind of thing we can do. Um, and then, you know, lots of graphic design we do. I need a flyer for this and I need this. And so we, you know, lots of that. And then, um, you know, we dabble in, we will add on SEO services for clients that are, have multiple services. Right. right. And then, um, the last but not least, and it's basically not a standalone service. It's, it's, it's marketing management as a service, right? Mm -hmm. So end to end, we can handle all of your spinning wheels to up to and including managing your vendors. So um, I can have clients bring me in. Maybe we all we do is their social media. Uh, but if they want to redo their website, we can manage whoever they want to do their I don't care. You don't have to use us. You don't have to use Ken. If you have some web developers that you want to use and you like them, I can work with them and manage that process. So mm -hmm. you're not not answering all of those questions that that web developer have as they're going through that process, right? If right. you have an SEO company you want to use, great. I'll work with them. Um, make sure that your objectives are are being handled and the communication's happening and, and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and that's kind of level that we, that we just needed. We needed someone that could come in and release that, that everyday burden from me. Right. To just kind of, you know, I run everything by you. Right. Whether it's a business card, um, designing a new tchotchke, Hey, we have a new bus bench that we want to, you know, yeah. update. Yeah. Your team's designed that. We love that right. bus bench. We do. That it's one great. bench is great. <laughs> um, it looks good. Every time I drive by, I'm like, oh, I like yeah. that. That is so pretty cool. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and even things like like we'll we'll support uh, the drama club at school or we'll support yeah. someone's, you know, maybe, maybe it's a sporting event. But to have that consistent branding, I rely on you for that, right? Right, so, right. So those are key um, key things that I know you do for me. Uh, plus to have the person to bounce an idea off of, yeah. that's where the value really is. It's the, hey, what do you think about this? Right, right, you know? right. Yeah. yeah. And then the strategy of knowing that, hey, we've spent X number of dollars on these social media ads or these pay-per-click ads or these Google analytics. Is it working? Right. I don't know what I'm looking at. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, right. so to have someone that can look at that, to have you kind of come in and say, well, here's where we are and here's a new strategy to get us to the next level. Right. Really good example yeah. of that is Bill asked me about, you know, we're having some success with with your Facebook ads for mm -hmm. the franchise side of it. Right. Um, the ad data is looking pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um 
So Bill gets super excited. He's like, well, like, how do we get more of that? Do like, if we that add more money. That doesn't sound like me at all, yeah, Trisha. It certainly does, Mr. <laughs> Sizzle. Um, so he's like, hey, does it, if we add more money, will it, will we get more? And the answer is, I don't know, right? There's a threshold. You could double your money and only get a little bit, a small increase. Right. So, you know, there's always a threshold, right? Mm-hmm. So, and the other response I gave to you was, let's see what the quality of these leads are. Because we don't know yet what the, the quality ever-wise of the leads are. The ever-wise Trish Murphy. Right? Mm-hmm. So why throw more money on it to get more leads that just you know, quite stink? Yeah. Right? So why, why do that? Let's yeah. see what the quality is, and then, sure. and then we'll go for Because we'll be changing something that's you know, working or not working. Or so. Yeah. yeah. So one of the fun things that we're working on now, because as we, as we prepare to start um, engaging our new franchisees, is we're not going to require them to do a ton of stuff if they can't afford it. Mm-hmm. And we're working on the the levels we're talking about are levels that we're going to be able to offer our franchisees because we have you in-house now. We have you right. here right. under our roof that we can kind of say, listen, we're going to do this for you as part of your royalty, as part of your fee to, for us to be your franchisor, but for an added cost, an added value cost, because we're now able to put you underneath the whole in the wall wing of having marketing Sparty Pants there, we're able to kind of navigate that with them at different levels. So right. if the entrepreneur wants to do more social media or more website marketing or more, we're going to have those packages available for them that they can work through you um, right. through our franchisees. That's kind of a nice thing to have yeah, yeah. available Absolutely. to them. And one of the cool benefits about that is we've done way more thinking about the market mm-hmm. than those franchisees have. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. We spent years thinking about that yep. and, and get, so getting the messaging right or, the process of improving the, the message, right? Mm-hmm. So we have way more experience in that than any agency that they would hire, right? Because yeah. we've been in it. So we've there's, been doing it so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so there's there's value in, in that regards, right? But I certainly understand how, you know, when franchisees get super frustrated, well, they make us do this and we have to spend this much money and I don't really like the marketing and I don't mm-hmm. like the social posts, they're too bland, they're not, you know. So part of our mar- our market research as you guys have been, franchising is I talk to franchisees all the time, mm-hmm. right? And I pick their brain. I'm like, what do you like? What do you don't like? You know, and, and they're very honest with me about what they get frustrated about. They don't like being forced mm-hmm. to spend money on marketing. Now they like, they love options, mm-hmm. love options, and they'll spend money on options all day long. But you know, it's like the rebel in the United States. They just don't force them to do anything. Give them the option and show them the value mm-hmm. just like you would with your client. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Actually, thank you. Yeah, always, a, always a wealth of information. I love it. Trish. This, this is the world I live in. Anything else you want to talk about before we let you go? You had asked me before we started to talk about what are the biggest mistakes I see mm. small businesses make. Mm-hmm. Here's a common one, right? They, there's a couple. One, they fall for. I don't want to say gimmick. They fall for the really salesy marketing, right? Oh, we can get you all these leads and there's a great platform and, you know, it's your CRM and your website and the da 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 and it's, you know, SEO is built in and, you know, all this stuff. So they get they get sucked into this really big promise, right? And then they put their entire marketing budget into that. Mm-hmm. As a marketer, I understand that that's not realistic for that business right now. It could be a very good offer, could be a very good marketing company, they could do exactly what they say, but if it's not a good fit for that business with where they're at, 
it's not going to be successful, mm-hmm. right? It, you do more harm for that business then they're better off not doing any marketing in that situation, right? right? And just just relying on networking and friends and and word of mouth, just your people. Mm-hmm. That you know that that's um, I see that often, and then I also see um, them putting all their budget in the wrong channel, mm-hmm. right? I've I've had conversations and met folks before where they have a written thousands of dollars a month in advertising, and they're not big like you. Mm-hmm. I want to say big. I mean, you know. Um, we're massive. It's okay. Massive, massive. Right. So, um, they certainly don't even touch the revenue, but they're, they put all of their budget into, you know, thousands of dollars of print ad. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what, Mm -hmm. you know, and it breaks my heart to see that because that was completely and a completely unethical sell. Yeah. Right. Um, I've seen that before. But on the flip side, I've seen small businesses push, oh, I got to have print ad and I'm going to spend $1,000 sure. going to mm-hmm. work, right? And so um, it may not have necessarily been something that the salesperson pushed. I, ha- I have seen just for some reason in their mind, they think that that's the that best thing to do. So mm-hmm. anytime you put all of your marketing budget into one channel, probably not the best. Right. Probably not the best. Yeah. Right. So just Love be it. aware of that. Right. Well, tell, uh, tell our listeners the best way to get, to get a hold of you. Okay, so don't go to my website right now because I'm rewriting it <laughs> as everybody goes to my website. Um, MarketingSmartyPants.com. It will be redesigned soon-ish. I'm rewriting all my content, so it's making me crying. Mm-hmm. But uh, LinkedIn is a great place to find me, Trish okay. Murphy on LinkedIn. All right, very good. Well, I think that's it. Always a great job. Always, fun. always chock full of information. No potty Inspiration. words. Inspiration. No what? <laughs> no potty words this time. No potty words. <laughs> James is like, beep. <laughs> <laughs> edit, edit those out. Well, Trish, th- thanks for coming in. We'll uh, we'll absolutely uh, enjoy having you back again soon. But um, thanks, everyone, for listening. It was a great, great show. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Hole in the Wall Business Podcast with Bill and James. We'd love for you to join our Facebook group and keep the conversation going. If you'd like to learn more about us and our business, check us out at holeinthewall.com. If you'd like to learn more about how to start a hole in the wall franchise, go to holeinthewallfranchising.com.